come on in. It's Small Town D&D with Chelsea Lee. Depending on the variety, raspberries will either set fruit in the summer or in the fall. With David Dillon. Awesomes are your local exterminator and they uh, kill mosquitoes. And Dewey Cassidy. You will live to see man-made horrors behind your comprehension and I will never live to see anything before 9 (laughs) a.m. And I'm your Dungeon Master, Alex Wilson. Let's jump in. When we last left off, you started a talent show. Round one happened. Jeremiah Jelsinski made porn 3D. Summer's Bounty didn't tell the weather. Albert Penis ate 99 hot dogs. (laughs) (laughs) A bitch ain't one. (laughs) (laughs) It was glorious. And then a chimpanzee and four flying snakes broke out of the stage, destroying it. Albert Penis caught one in his mouth, bit into (laughs) it, and Clegg overheard using speak with animals, the monkey say for Princeville. I burned all my spell slots to hear what the monkeys had to say. <laughs> <laughs> and that cliffhanger is where we pick up today. So the first thing I would like you all to do is roll initiative. Ooh, first initiative. Well, kiss my ass, monkey. <laughs> yes, first initiative of the campaign, too. And sorry, is it an actual monkey or is it a chimpanzee? Is it a monkey or a chimp? Uh, it is a chimpanzee. Thank you. Okay. So it's strong enough to rip our arms off. <laughs> the absolutely valuable right. information. And your face. Yeah. Uh, Jeremiah got an eight. I also rolled a 12. And as the battle begins, the snakes are first to move. The snakes fly around the auditorium. The other people participating in the talent show are running for cover. Ah, please help! Uh, Tile has gone under the desk and is pointing at people under the desk and saying, run, run, hide, take cover! (laughs) Uh, One of the snakes moves first, but is in your mouth, Albert Penis, and has taken already four points of damage from the last time. He is going to try to bite you. That's a 14 to hit. Uh, My armor is 13. And so that hits. And you are going to take one point of piercing damage and five points of poison damage. As the snake in your own mouth bends itself around and bites you right on the belly button. How do I add poison damage? My belly button? It'll be the same as regular damage, unless you're resistant to it or something like that. Oh, I do have a defense against poison. I have a resistance to poison. Holy shit. I have stout resistance. I get an advantage throw on saving throws against poison. And I have resistance against poison damage. That's right. So you'll take half the poison damage. So rounded down is uh, two points of poison damage. Hell yeah. Kiss my ass, snake. (laughs) Bites you in the belly button, and it does almost nothing. Dear lord, that did almost nothing. The three other flying snakes, though, (laughs) fly around, and uh, one more of them is going to help back their buddy up and also target Albert Penis. The other two are going for Clegg. So we'll roll some attack rolls here. Um, can I hear anything as they're attacking me while I have my speak with animals up? You've heard them already once uh, yell, For Princeville! Now what you hear them yell is uh, advanced combat instructions to each other. Okay. Barrel left, barrel right, 45 degrees, strike, strike! 
uh, as they is this all in common or is this in snake? Do we hear it? Yeah, what does that sound like to us? Are they just going like? Okay, a natural one to bite Albert penis. So you are just killing these snakes. It bites you right in the belly button in the same spot, but it it sees the poison be rejected by your very body at the last moment. Misses with its fangs. Good lord, that did almost nothing. That's a natural two to hit Clegg for a six total. I think that's going to miss. That misses. And for Jeremiah, for Jeremiah, how about a 19? A 19 hits, yes. Oh, yes, it is. And that's going to be the same one point of piercing damage and five points of poison damage to you. Ouchie. And uh, these snakes now, these flying snakes that were whipping around the room, uh, have wound themselves around your body or near to your body if you were able to avoid the attack. So they are all in your melee range now. And with that, we'll go next to Albert Penis. Your turn. Awesome. So there's how many snakes left? There's still all four snakes, but one is in your mouth and is <laughs> is, is hurting. So his tail is in my mouth because he, is that the one that bit my belly button? Yeah, that's right. It, you caught him. You caught him tail end first, and his head has bit you in the belly button. Are snakes considered a non-magical object? They are considered a creature. Okay. All I can really do is get a crop. Can I get my crossbow out when I have a snake in my mouth? Yeah. Okay. So I'm... And how would I bite the snake? Would that just be like a, a roll of some sort? Or? Yeah, I would just make you have you make an attack roll. Probably no modifier. And then you'd roll D4. You know what? I kind of like having him in there. I don't give a shit. I'm going to shoot <laughs> another snake with my crossbow while I'm in the air. I'd let you bite down as a bonus action, too. But yeah, go ahead and first roll okay, that. No, okay, crossbow. then I will shoot and bite down as a bonus action. How about <laughs> right. that? Yeah. All right. So I'm going to shoot the snake that just bit Jeremiah. Thank you. I rolled a 19. That hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Seven piercing damage. Great. Uh, and go ahead and roll for the for the bite before I describe what happened here. Great. What am I rolling? It's like a D4? Or? Just a D20 against its armor class. No modifier. Great. Three. A three. So as you're falling through the air, you pull out your crossbow, aim it at the snake that bit Jeremiah, fire a deadly bolt that pierces all the way through the flying snake, skewering it, and you bite down triumphantly on your snake. But whether it's the 99 hot dogs or that first bite of snake, you got some rumbling in the tumbling, and it's a little (laughs) overpowering, not able to bite down enough to injure the snake. Cool. And next is the chimpanzee turn. He is going to stare down both of you. He's, he looks around tactically using his, uh, his chimpanzee trained senses. I just rolled for his perception. He rolls a natural 20. So he uh, looks around for the weakest one you. And he's going to look at you, Clegg. And then boom, 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 boom. He charges you. Um, what, what, do I hear him say what that, that grunting was? Or is he just grunting? He says... Blue, 42, hike, hike. <laughs> and he charges you. <laughs> He's going to make two fist attacks. Wow. I rolled a natural three for an eight total and a 17 total. That will hit. So one hit. He punches you once in the face. Monkey punch. Six wow. points of bludgeoning damage. And he'll he'll end his turn standing next to you. Clegg, it is your turn now. Hmm. Clegg will try to knock down the snake that's threatening her first. I rolled a 16. To do what? Oh, to cast Firebolt. Firebolt. And this is a ranged spell attack against an enemy 
who is adjacent to you, so it's going to be disadvantage. <laughs> are they both? Ad- is everyone adjacent to me? There's two snakes that are. There's a snake adjacent to you, and there's the chimpanzee adjacent to you. There's one snake in Albert Penis's mouth and one snake near him that are far enough away from you that they're, they're ranged. It's tough to be a wizard. It's tough to be a wizard who burned all of her spells on speaking with animals like three separate times. Um, you know, I will... Uh, <laughs> I'll go for the snake that's um, the other snake, not the one in Dewey's mouth. For an exciting two points of damage. Great, we'll take that same 16, two points of damage. You lash out, and uh, describe how you cast your spells, actually. So, Clegg's spellbook is a voice-activated, password-protected, like, plastic, bulky diary. If you were... If you love diaries in, I don't know, 2005, then... You know what this is. It's it's in your head. Before Clegg casts the spell, she like looks around like surreptitiously and like whispers the password. Kyle S. And then casts Fireball. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and as your fireball lashes out across the room, it hits this snake, but just barely singes it on its snake wings. He says, ow. Like says rats. <laughs> and with that it is Jeremiah's turn. With this chimpanzee, um, does he speak common? There's only one way to find out. So far, he has been making chimpanzee noises. Okay, we're going balls to the wall. Uh, I'm going to cast uh, command. You're going to cast command. Okay. Now for command, doesn't it, does, does a creature have to understand you? It does. Okay. What do you command? Uh, I command it. I, I Jeremiah looks at it and he goes, Repose! Repose. Is that one of those like classic commands, or is that just no? I just looked for synonyms of of what I wanted it to do. That was one word, and that was the best one I could find. You look to this monkey, cast re- command, and shout repose. The monkey looks to you. Its eyes lock with yours. Its hands seem to lower for a brief moment, and then you realize this monkey has no idea what you're talking about. He turns his attention back to Clegg. Oh, it is The spell is unaffected. <laughs> Would I know if that was because it doesn't understand me or because it uh, it succeeded its uh, wisdom save? It seemed that the spell failed instantly. Okay. Yes. Like the, okay. like the monkey does not understand you. Bummer. Um, in that case, uh, is am I in? Uh, is there anybody next to me? Will I take opportunity attack if I flee and hide? There is no one standing next to you. Okay, I'm gonna flee and hide. Well, just flee. Great. Uh, as you look around the room, people are running for the exits. You see Tile hiding under the judge's desk, and you can also hide behind podiums. Where would you like to run to? Um, I'll hide behind the podium. You you run off and and hide behind the podium on the broken stage. We go back to the top of the order. With the flying snake in Albert Penis's mouth. One more belly button bite. That's a 24 to hit. Some more belly button damage. That's going to be one point of piercing damage and six points of poison damage rounded down to three. So you'll take four points total. These are like those little um, bugs that are in uh, Matrix 1 that like go through Neo's belly button. Haven't seen the movie. Don't understand the reference. Was that what do not- you mean you haven't? Did that also happen in The Mummy with Scarabs? I think that one in the ear. I could be mistaken. Uh. The second snake around Albert Penis bites him in the ear. Ah! Oh! For a 
14 to hit. Yeah, it hits. Oh boy, Albert Penis starting to take some serious damage. Wow. Rolls almost max on the poison damage. Five points total to you. I have three hit points left. So is there only one snake that's dead? There's three snakes left still? That's right. And the chimpanzee. Great. The flying snake around Clegg is going to, no mercy, bite out at Clegg. I'm rolling great to hit, by the way. (laughs) This is a great day for me. A natural 19 for a 25 total. That will absolutely hit. And huge damage roll. (laughs) Seven points of poison damage, one point of piercing damage, eight points total. I'm Dan. (laughs) Clegg's down. I'm so excited for this TPK. I can't believe I'm going to kill the whole party. (laughs) In the first encounter. Our podcast is done. Yay. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening this to Small Town Danny. That's it. That's the end of the show. This is why we didn't leave the small town. <laughs> and next is Albert Penis. Your turn. Awesome. Are there any hot dogs around still? <laughs> you know, I don't think there are. You ate the ball. Is a dead snake considered a magical object? Or is not a magical object, I mean. Is it still a creature if it's dead? I think that's pretty existential. I'm going to say if it's dead, it's an object. Awesome. I am going to use my magical tinkering where I can imbue a tiny non-magical object with a magical property of my choice. The one I'm going to use is static visual effect, including up to 25 words of text. And I'm going to transform it into the natural enemy of the snake, the mongoose, and hope it scares him off. (laughs) Let's go. You transform the snake into a mongoose, one of the dead bodies of the snake. Yes. Into a mongoose. Hoping that it scares the other snakes. Correct. Got it. Are you also going to bonus action bite down on the snake in your mouth? Oh, I'm going to bite that fucker. Go ahead and roll for the bite. Eight. An eight misses again. So that snake is just wriggling around in your mouth. (laughs) You should spit this guy out. (laughs) And uh, I'm going to use your spell casting modifier, which for you is intelligence. So go ahead and roll a d20. Make an intelligence roll. You know, go ahead and roll a d20. Add your intelligence mod. And we'll see it if if it affects the snakes. So 14 plus 2, so 16. A 16. The snakes are going to stare at this mongoose and attempt to not be afraid of it. Wow. Gotta trust the dice. With three rolls, only one of the snakes, the very last snake, becomes afraid of it. But uh, and, and while the other two shrug it off, the snake in your mouth knows, knows your tricks. This, this snake <laughs> knows your tricks. Not afraid. The other snake flying around you, Albert Penis, not afraid. But luckily, the snake flying around Clegg Tumstool does see this mongoose. It's a green snake, but it starts to turn paler and it looking like it's going to try to run away. But it'll, it can't move on off its turn. Okay. All this silliness might get you all killed. The ape <laughs> standing next to the body of Clegg try and go, is going to try to knock down the, the biggest threats first. So again, he goes. To, he's going to go into tactical scanning mode. He sees Albert Penis. You're also pretty injured. He charges you. Clegg, you don't get an opportunity to have because you are knocked down. Yeah. Uh, he is going to charge at Albert Penis and make two fist attacks on you. That's a wow. 22 to hit. What the fuck? And a natural one. So one hit, six points of damage. Well, I'm dead. Albert Penis goes down. <laughs> We're two of three. <laughs> Jeremiah's in the back. Oh, Jeremiah's hiding behind a podium. <laughs> it's a dud. 
Before we get to Jeremiah's turn, Clegg, I need you to make a death saving throw. Um, this is maybe for next time, but I should have rolled initiative for Summer's Bounty. Can he do anything? Not really, but he does uh, fly around. I rolled an 18. An 18, so you save. And um, I'll, I'll allow you to deploy Summer's Bounty. Um, I don't have any control over him if I'm down. He obeys commands right, but he just acts tries independently. To dodge. He just tries to dodge, essentially, right? Yeah. Uh, I'll roll initiative for Summer's Bounty. Okay. He rolled a 10. A 10. Good to know. On his turn, he tries to dodge. <laughs> and he's going to be very worried about Clegg. <laughs> Jeremiah, your turn. Um, Jeremiah surveys the battlefield. He is scared shitless right now, but uh, he knows what he needs to do. We're in a small room. Like, we're, I'm within 60 feet of all the enemies, basically. Yes. Yes, you are. Okay. So he's going to... Jeremiah's going to look at the snake that is... Oh, no. He, no, screw it. He's going to go for the monkey. Screw that monkey. He doesn't know um, a good command when he sees one. And um, cast uh, Toll the Dead and uh, use use the little gong that was being used for the talent show uh, as the toll. Uh, so he needs to he needs to make so a... So Toll the Dead a uh, save? It's a cantrip. Yeah, it's a Wisdom 13 save. He rolls... Oh my gosh, I'm so good at Dungeons & Dragons, folks. He rolls an 18. I'm so good at being lucky. He rolls an 18 plus 1, 19, and saves Toll of the Dead. And that's no damage on a, fa- on a save, right? You are correct. Um, he Jeremiah then is going to bonus action healing word uh, Mr. Penis and give him... Ooh, thank God, Max. Max healing uh, 7 points of damage and pop him back up. Nice. Hooray. Hell yeah. And that's and he he goes back to cowering. <laughs> so Albert Penis, you've healed seven hit points. We go back to the top. The flying snakes, three of them, are going to again continue their onslaught. One of them wriggles out of your mouth as you go unconscious. And uh that snake and the other snake both are going to once again attack you. A sixteen to hit. God damn it. Wow. And Jesus. finally a miss. With a nine to hit. I, th- these rolls are unbelievable. For yeah. the rest of this whole campaign, I'm going to be rolling terribly. <laughs> if we make it there. He rolls a five on the poison damage, so with your poison resistance, you only take three points of damage. Right. As the third snake, seeing the mongoose, feeling a chill, a fear that it hasn't before, it's going to fly off, running away. And with that, it is Albert Penis's turn. Awesome. So there's two monkeys in the chimp, or two uh, two snakes in the chimp, right? That's right. Okay. Two injured snakes and the chimp who has not taken a hit yet. I'm gonna go for what the closest snake to me with my crossbow. Yep. Go ahead and roll to hit. Thirteen. <gasps> a thirteen just misses. God fucking oh, no. damn it! <laughs> Do I get bonus actions? Hold on. I don't know. Level two. Love it. <laughs> Oh no, I only have unarmed strike. But these fists are weapons. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? You're standing next to a chimp. I'm next to the chimp? I'm running from the chimp. But you want to run from the chimp? He's going to take an opportunity I'm going to put my hand over my head um, and run away as fast as I can. (laughs) Great. The chimp's (laughs) going to swipe at you. Great. I forgot I was next to the goddamn chimp. I should have gone for the chimp. It's going to be close. It's a 13 to hit. Yeah, I have 13 armor. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) 
Um, minimum damage, which is four points of bludgeoning damage. God, well, I'm dead again. <laughs> oh my gosh. I had four <laughs> left. Why did you run? What a battle. I- the chimp, seeing Albert Penis knocked out, Clegg Tumstool knocked out, and seeing that Jeremiah has poked his head out and sounded a gong at him, the ape charges the stage. Boom, 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 charging. And uh, he jumps up to the side of the podium, sees you, Jeremiah, and is going to take two fist attacks against you. Okay, bring it on. The chimp has multi-attack? The chimp has multi-attack. He makes two wow. fist attacks. That's a 16 to hit. It's like real chimps. Uh, meets it, beats it. And a 10 to hit. So you take Misses. one hit. Great. You are going to take six points of bludgeoning damage as he punches you once in the jaw. Ow. Does not feel good. Jeremiah's not Jeremiah happy about on death's that. door. Clegg and Albert knocked out. Clegg, please make another death saving throw. Clegg's just unconscious. Spellbook pages fluttering in the wind. Private diary open for anyone to read. And I rolled another 18. Another save. Let's go. Summer's bounty for his turn will <laughs> lament his unconscious friend. Jeremiah, it is your turn. Jeremiah sees all these crazy ass rolls uh, that these that these <laughs> creatures are doing, and he's going to uh, cast <laughs> Bane to hopefully reel you in a little bit. Nice. Uh, so Bane, uh, up to three creatures of my choice uh, within thirty feet must make a charisma saving throw of a DC thirteen. The so one of the snakes is going to sur- save. Oh my gosh, that's a charismatic snake. Uh, the ape rolls an 11 minus 2 for a 9. Thank God. Okay, so whenever a target that fails his saving throws makes an attack roll or a saving throw before the spell ends, the target must roll a d4 and just subtract that number rolled from the attack roll or saving throw. Very cool. The one monkey and one snake are Bane. It has now been some time since the battle started. The crowd is running, screaming, ah! Most have gotten out of the room by this point. The one of you still conscious looks around. Jeremiah, you see Tile is gone from underneath the judge's table. And at the 20 count, at the top of the next round, the door kicks open. And standing, glowing, lustrous in the doorway are David, Dewey, and Chelsea, the three heroes chosen (laughs) by the call to greatness. Posers. They leap into action. The wizard is going to cast magic missile spell. This spell always hits and can target multiple enemies. And uh, it's going to target the flying snakes, which uh, don't have a lot of health left. The the snake that was previously in Albert Penis's mouth is evaporated as a bolt of red energy shoots out from across the room. The snake that was flying around Albert Penis's unconscious body is also evaporated as two bolts strike it, burning it up to a crisp. One snake still flying off uh, freely. The artificer is going to charge forward and point out, uh, directing his rhino. What was the rhino's name? I could pull this up. Does anyone remember? I believe it was Summer's Bounty. <laughs> Winter's Misfortune. Oh. <laughs> Oh, is Rudy. Rudy the Rhino. Makes sense. The artificer jumps forward, points, says, Get him, Rudy! And the little rhinoceros <laughs> charges across the room and is going to punch out at the at the at the, the monkey. 
Rolls a 16 on the dice, hits the monkey. Is this is this an elaborate Donkey Kong Donkey Kong reference? Only an unintentional Donkey Kong reference. Okay. Boom, boom. It's going to do a tasteful seven points of damage to the chimpanzee. The chimpanzee turns around uh, and seems to finally be afraid of its combatants. As the cleric runs forward, is going to um, cast a sacred flame and a healing word first on Clegg, who has been rolling saves. So, Clegg, you're going to heal for just three points as the sacred flame on the monkey. Uh, the monkey actually saves and takes no damage from that. A little bit of fallibility in every hero. And these three badass heroes stand in the doorway, uh, ready to fight. They've all run forward, joining the main battle. One of these snakes, afraid first of the mongoose, is going to get over its fear, charge in, and bite one of them. Six points of damage. Uh, will bite out at the wizard. Chelsea, ow, biting her. Albert Penis, you are still unconscious, so I would like you to make a death saving throw. 17. 17. With a 17, you succeed. The monkey, now shocked that more challenging foes have entered the battlefield, <laughs> is going to punch down at Rudy. <laughs> two, big sw- two big swipes. Ooh, it's a nat 20. So a nat 20 and a 21. That would have pulverized me. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was meant for me. <laughs> wow. As he crunches down, Rudy breaks. Steam shoots out of his back and oil pours onto the floor. Uh, Dewey will yell, Rudy! Sorry, I thought you meant for a second that Albert Penis, and I was like, he would not do that. No. <laughs> no, the, the alternate you. Uh, the ape has claimed some oil blood. Clegg, it is your turn. What would you like to do? Clegg is awake and very disoriented by everything that is going on. So how many snakes are still alive? One that's kind of flying away and the ape. How's the snake that's flying away looking? He's at full health, but he's afraid of a mongoose. Oh, he's he's the one who's afraid of the mongoose. Um, I will try to get one good firebolt in at the chimp. Okay, go ahead and roll the attack. And I... Not that it's important, but I no longer can understand him. That's right. Speak with animals. I rolled a cool 12. A 12 just hits. Go ahead and roll Oh, it was a cool 12. It was a cool 12. Wow, and I rolled a 9. Huge damage. As a fireball, not a firebolt, excuse me, not to be outdone, burns the back of the chimp, flames cresting over his fur. Anything else on your turn? Uh, no, Clegg's just very self-satisfied. Excellent. Jeremiah, it is your turn. Um, Jeremiah not wanting to be one-upped by these, uh, these, these nobodies in his mind, um, is going to see everybody doing these cool attacks to the ape and is going to try to gong them again. All right. Another save. Oh my gosh, it's a nat 20 again. Oh my gosh, he's he's untouchable. Uh, <laughs> r- rendering Jeremiah useless again. Am I, we're we're still we're still next to each other, right? Like I'd take an opportunity attack. You are still next to the ape, yes. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, 
I just want to hide behind the rhino as much as possible without taking an opportunity attack and, and just kind of be like, hey, rhino, how how are you? How's your day? Definitely. I mean, Rudy the rhino has been smashed to pieces. He is dead. Oh, he's dead dead. Okay. He's dead dead. <laughs> he can be rebuilt, gotcha. but he is dead. Oh, okay. Well, I'm still going to go behind the rubble, I guess. <laughs> Great. You scoot the rubble in front of you a little bit to protect you a little better. Yeah. I love it. Uh, at the top of the round, the other heroes are going to take some attacks. A couple magic missiles. Yep. It's going to be two against, I think, the snake. Kills the snake. And one against the ape, which could kill if it rolls and rolls max damage on the magic missile. And with one more burst of magic, the flying snake and the ape are impacted with force and fall to the ground dead. And peace overtakes the battlefield. Kyle is going to first run back into the room and go, is it over? Oh my gosh. And where were you, Tile? <laughs> and where were you? I was getting help. Oh, thank you so much for coming. He'll go to all the heroes. Thank you. Thank you. Real heroes. Jeremiah's uh, really put off by this, but uh, doesn't want to see the ape suffer and uh, cast spare the dying on the ape. Great. Okay. The, the ape is dying. You're going to keep him alive? I want to I want to stabilize him. OK, I think that's great. I think we can question the ape. I'll, I'll allow it. You um, you stabilize the ape as he is fading from life. I'm going to shoot him with my crossbow. <laughs> OK, go ahead and roll the hit. <laughs> right. The bolt goes wide. Uh, you pierce into the ground next to him. OK, well, that ground got eight fucking damage. So that's huge damage. <laughs> Tile seems to be talking to the heroes as they control the situation. They bring people back in. And uh, the mayor of Chester's chair, Gaudrin Werp, is going to come in through the door. He's in a bathrobe. He has lotion all over his face and cucumbers that he peels off his eyes. He's just, well, now what has happened here? My heroes were entertaining me in my parlor, and then they run out the door? My, my, Tile, I am very disappointed in you. Tile goes, Sorry, oh, your no. heroes were entertaining you while you were in a spa treatment in a robe? Ah, uh, yes, of course. I do enjoy a good show while I am relaxing. Now, who are you again? We're planning the party. We're the party planning really? committee. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you so much for your service to Chester's Chia. Well, if this is all done, maybe we can all get back to my place. I'm afraid I'll have to take these heroes. Now hold it here, Mayor. I keep hearing you say the word hero, and yet you don't seem to be referring to the three of us, one of which bit a snake quite heartily several times. Everyone is a hero in their own special way. I'm sure your deeds are great and mighty. Now if the heroes could come join me, we really ought to get back. I'm sorry, I cannot take this sitting down, goddammit. Now I can take what you've done to this city by refusing to listen to my words on how to improve it, but you will walk away without acknowledging the bravery that Clegg and Jeremiah, and if I must say so, also myself, acknowledge. Well then, sir, I'm no longer going to plan this parade. My, my. Uh, go ahead and make uh, a persuasion check. I'll give guidance, yeah. too. I rolled an eight. You can add one D4 to the eight. I'll allow someone to uh, to help if they so chose to. I'm not going to help. I rolled it. He so tried to kill my ape. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Jeremiah won't help you. 
And so that's a that's a ten. Uh, and Galdrin Werp says, "Son, I hear you. I really, really hear you." Now let's be off. All right. Uh, and he grabs the other heroes. Says, "Wow, you're strong." He grabs one of them by the arm. Oh yeah, that's Ew. strong. Yeah, let's get out of here. As he's walking out, could I cast infuse item on his pants? Or not? Not infuse item. Uh, magical tinkering on his pants. Uh, it would take you six seconds of being in contact with the pants. But if you want to try to pull that off, I'll let I'll you distract him. All right. If you, uh, I'll, I'll try. You're gonna try. Uh, so if I try to convince the director, like roll persuasion or anything, or what should I? It would be up to you. You would either you could do it stealthily. I'd have you roll stealth, or you could somehow convince him to let you touch his pants for six seconds. Can I? Um try to distract him by sending Summer's Bounty to swoop in and did he already take his cucumbers off? The cucumbers are on the floor by the door. Um, He'll try to swoop in and take the towel. Yeah, if Summer's Bounty is trying to disrobe him, I would give you advantage on stealth or persuasion to, uh, to get in there. let's do it. Let's do stealth. I'm gonna try to get in there and get my hand on those hams. Go ahead and roll stealth. Uh, 23. <laughs> Should I do a second roll? <laughs> yeah, 23. Uh, that's great. Wait, was that a nat 20? Yeah. Hell yeah. Amazing. With magical tinkering, I'm going to embed um, words on his ass, and it's going to say, not juicy. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my God. As revenge. <laughs> the mayor, oh, now get this thing off, man. Now what are you that's doing? That's not a thing. He has a name. <laughs> that name is Summer's Bounty. He's going to try and take a swat at Summer's Bounty. <gasps> oh my gosh, my rolls are so good. <laughs> Does a 19 hit Summer's Bounty? Yeah, it's Summer's Bounty. Great. Summer's Bounty, I don't know how many hit points he has, but this he is... He has one hit point. This is, oh my gosh. <laughs> well, he's going to roll 1d4. He smacks Summer's Bounty, and Summer's Bounty <laughs> falls to the ground. <laughs> oh my god. Is motionless. And then, creature. after just a moment's pause, he disappears. You're a killer. He goes, what I want... Now I didn't... I'm getting he out of here. He was just a little boy. How heavy is the chimpanzee? <laughs> the chimpanzee is very heavy. The chimpanzee is heavier than a person. Can I try to throw the chip at him? You can, but the mayor right now is walking away with his entourage. As you see him walk away, his, the back of his robe does say not juicy right over the butt. <laughs> You're going to try to throw a chimpanzee. Would that body? be animal handling? <laughs> that would be just strength. That would be a, a strength roll. I'll also Great. give guidance to the strength roll. Great. I'll help him. I want to see this. Uh, I rolled a five. Okay, go ahead and Do take advantage and guidance because Jeremiah is helping you throw a chimp and Clay has guided 13 you. and then a d4. Yeah. Yep. Four. So, eight, Whoa, so 13 plus go. four, 17. 17. You're able to uh, uh, pick up the monkey's body and throw it. It's not going to go nearly far enough, but you do <laughs> boom, throw an unconscious chimpanzee body impressive for what towards it is. the mayor. Yeah. He turns around, Ma, what? and he scurries out much faster than not juicy, kind of jiggling boom, 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 <laughs> as he runs out the door. Well, now it's just an oxymoron. The, yeah, the heroes, as they leave, um, this time David will turn back and look at all of you and say, just another day being a hero. And he'll turn and close the door. You're murderers. You killed a boy. Um, Tile is going to stand around you. As you look at his feet, there's a puddle of vomit. He kind of steps out of the side of it. And he'll go, well, well, gang, we're uh, at least we're all safe. Other than that dead monkey, 
and Summer's bounty. The monkey's not dead. It is it is merely stable and unconscious. Kyle, I feel you won't be the only one throwing up tonight. <laughs> Why? Well, I <laughs> feel a great sadness at me. Oh. You shouldn't now. The monkey smells very bad. Oh he does. He's awful. <laughs> Jeremiah, why are you keeping this thing? I want to see... I want to know the monkey's story. Oh. He did say for Princeville. He Maybe said what? Should... Oh. He's, do, he... do you know what, what he was saying? What? The monkey said for Princeville? Yeah. Now all I heard was ooh ooh ah ah. Um, Tile is going to charge the monkey and try to kick him. Ah! <laughs> ah! I'm going to hold him back. Uh, you hold him back. Great. Go ahead and make yeah. an athletics check. Yep. Oh my gosh. For the third time this game, I've rolled a nat 20. <laughs> Chelsea got me these that cool chicken dice, and they oh. are just Whoa. killing it. I made they you too weird. powerful. They are hot and spicy chicken. Um, I got a... Uh, it was very close. It was a two. A two. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like what you rolled, but like a digit less. He kicks the monkey. Ah, ah. The monkey is going to take a little bit of damage, so you will have to recast Spare the Dying on him. That's fine. It's a cantrip. I'll do this all day. As he, <laughs> he kicks the monkey a couple times before kind of tiring himself out. <sighs> uh, sorry, I just hate Princeville. What's the deal with Princeville? Do you want to talk about it? <laughs> he goes, well, you should know a little bit of Chester's chair history. Well, as you know, Chester's Chair is a big deal town. At least, well, at least we used to be. 800 years ago, even, Chester's Chair was a thriving trading city. It was the last major stop before reaching Scarlet Edge along the famous Duke's Road. But, well, 800 years ago, it got bypassed by the Queen's Causeway, a, a major road that you've probably heard about. And Yes, the Queen's Causeway. Yeah, well, another town along the Queen's Causeway sort of got all of the trade and traffic that we used to. And that's Princeville. We don't talk about it a lot in town because I hate Princeville, but it just feels like every good thing that should have come to us went to them instead. Oh, that Princeville? I always knew Princeville was scheming against us, too. This confirms it. Why would Princeville... They've already taken so much from us. What is left to take? Our dignity. Is Princeville a town of chimpanzees and snakes? Yeah. No, I don't... I mean, not literally, but in their hearts, they're chimpanzees and snakes. What are they in their bodies? Humans, mostly. <laughs> ah. How I hate humans. I, I mean, people of all sorts live in Princeville, though. Rich people, hoity-toity people. Rich people. <laughs> exactly. And worst of all, Land Spunk. Land what? what? Spunk? Land Spunk. Could, could you elaborate on the, what, the term you're using there, Tyler? You, you haven't met Land... And the, the door to the auditorium opens again, and stepping through is a lanky, very tall cowboy... He's wearing a large cowboy hat and boots. He's got Wrangler jeans on, a loose linen shirt open in the front. He has to bend slightly to get under the doorway. He is, he's like 6'6". And as he comes over, he says, My name's Lance Spunk. It's a pleasure to meet you. 
he'll lean down and offer to shake a hand out to uh, to the three of you. He seems to be ignoring Kyle. Pleasure to meet you. I'm going to shake his hand. Aha. He, he grips it hard. Jeremiah looks at the hand and said, you you forgot you forgot your ape. Ah, uh, that's not my ape. I know Tile here. Has Tile been talking about Brinsville with you? I mean, I just moved there recently. It's not not really a, a big deal to me. That wouldn't make you a rich human being, would it? A rich man? Well, I consider myself a man of the people. Of rich people? Good enough for me. <laughs> now, and how about you, young lady? Nice to meet you as well. Nice to meet you. No hand is offered. Hey, no handshake needed. I know people these days come from all sorts. There's all sorts of folks, and all sorts of folks are fine with me. Let me introduce myself a little bit, and Lan, uh, Tyler kind of rolls his eyes. Oh, my God. Lan goes, my name is Lan Spunk. You might have heard of Spunk Mart. That is my property. Spunk Mart is a retailer that can offer you immense value. We sell products that you might normally find in stores for no more than 50% of the prices you're typically used to paying. And if that sounds like a good deal to you, then I say, help me bring Spunk Mart to your town. Well, as a consumer, that sounds like a good deal. But as a store owner, it sounds like the end of the world. Oh, now, I didn't know you're a fellow man of business. What is your name, sir? Well, my name is Albert Penis, and I'm the owner of Penis Curiosity, the greatest store in town for getting any sort of curiosity you may need. Oh, a fine establishment. I have, uh, I have passed by there myself. I haven't been in yet, but I will be. To you, I'd say I'm not looking to replace local business. Just offer an option for those folks of lesser means so that they might still enjoy a standard of living higher than they ever have before. Can I suss out if he's a physical threat? You can make an insight check to to see if you determine do you find any uh, anything scary in his demeanor. Five. <laughs> a five. <laughs> he is harmless. He's a harmless, kind old cowboy. <laughs> Where's the closest um, spunk mart? The closest spunk mart is in Princeville. Just opened up there recently. Like I said, I, I purchased a small condominium in the in the establishment while I helped develop the region here. But I, I'm not a long term resident of Princeville. I, and f- frankly, it's a little uppity and hoity toity for my taste, if you know what I mean. Did you send this ape after us? I, I'm just as surprised by this ape as you are. In fact, I heard all the commotion, thought I'd come on uh, knocking. Now, sorry, you said you have many locations of this store. Uh, have they opened recently in nearby towns? Well, we've been in business for some time now, but yes, we're we're growing more and more every year. A couple new stores a year. And you're you're trying to bring a store in in into Chester's chair. That's right. Potentially competing with every other business in here, no matter how much the owners are struggling for rent food and happiness now i wouldn't say competing so much as providing another offering for the fun folks who live here oh <laughs> when you say it like that alex how much would it fuck up the game if i shot him with a crossbow <laughs> you can do whatever <laughs> you want to do man and so 
Lance Spunk, Lance Spunk, <laughs> standing over you, craning over you, Albert Penis, is going to say, now, I don't want to put local business out of business, but I think that Spunk Mart is good for everybody, for you and me and all the townspeople living here. I'm going to shoot him with my crossbow. <laughs> I'm going I'm to punch him. I'm going to punch him. 11. Great. You, uh, you, uh, you, you really punch him? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, an 11 um, just hits him. He's a townsperson, and so he does not have lots of hit points or AC. Go ahead and roll Great. damage. One. One. You, it's, okay, it's, not a, it's not a super strong punch, but you do wind up. Where, where are you going to hit him? Uh, just, I was going to try to hit him in the face. Great. But it might um, be hard because I'm short, so maybe I go for the gut or the balls. Oh, great. Um, yeah, you look up at his face, seeing that it's a little too far away, punch him just straight out, uh, and you will hit him in the balls for one point of damage, although it feels like four points of damage. Yeah, that's poison damage, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he doubles over. <sighs> now, that ain't very nice, Mr. Penis. I'm afraid I'm going to have to say goodbye to all of you. <laughs> Well, I'm going to have to say I've punched bigger balls than those. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, that's enough <laughs> out of you, Mr. Penis. <laughs> Good day, everyone. Good day, Tile. I'll look for someone else to represent Spunk Mart. Y'all don't know what y'all missing. And he's going to walk off kind of limping heavily. Goodbye. I'm, I'm sorry, my friends, for lashing out like that, but I can't bear to have my livelihood threatened. I'm, I know I lead on as if I'm some great businessman, but... I'm in quite dire straits at the moment. That's okay. Thank you, Clegg. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say something nice. Clegg just said I wanted to wait. No, I was going to say, it's okay. (laughs) That's okay for hitting him. Thank you, Clegg. (laughs) Maybe he deserved it. Maybe he did. Probably put out so many business owners out of business uh, in in neighboring towns. Um, you know the fact that his balls are going to hurt for a little bit is the least we could have done. I feel better about this. I won't shoot or punch anyone going forward, but I do feel better about this one moment. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, the doors to the auditorium swing open, and in comes the sheriff of town. Chief of Peace, Arnold Dolesbury, and Peacekeeper, Sarah Craw. They're both in police uniforms, humans in their 40s and 50s. Arnold Dolesbury is going to take his hat off. He's bright, shining, bald. He looks over at you and says, Albert Penis. Well, if it isn't the Chief of Pigs and the pig, the, the, the Keeper of the Pigs. Now that's enough out of you, Albert Penis. I swear I am this close to bringing you in for a serious crime. One of these days you slip up and I will ring you up. Best of luck ringing me up with 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 your dumb brain. Yeah, Albert Penis, where's your witty retort now? So, I was hit very hard by a chimpanzee moments ago and my brain is not fully recovered. So, <laughs> And where were you, Sheriff, when the chimpanzee attacked? What is this about it? A- oh! Sarah, shoot him! Shoot him! And Sarah is going to shoot him. Uh, it's a 14. Uh, a bolt into the chimpanzee. Arnold goes, good, good. Whew. Yeah, seems here the situation's under control. I saw a man walking out of here with his balls hurt. Anyone know anything about that? I know nothing about that man or his tiny testicles. 
Albert, if you're somehow responsible for this, you better know I'm going to find out. I swear, I am this close to ringing oh, you please. up. please, you couldn't find your way out of a slop bucket, you fucking pig. Oh, there's your good <laughs> witty retort. Oh, I do like how that gets under my skin, don't you, Albert? And Sarah's going to go, now, Arnold, or, Arnold, come on, relax. Arnold, he goes, oh, yeah, come on, yeah, you little bad boy. You like being a bad boy. Go eat some <laughs> slop, you fucking pig. You fucking goat, you fucking balls on your ass, pig. Sarah goes, we're getting out of here, we're getting out of here, and pulls pulls him out. He goes, one of these days, Albert Penis, one of these days. Get out of here with your split hoof and your one stomach, you fucking pigs. <laughs> pulls him out, <laughs> the door slams shut. Tyler goes, oh my god, that's the, your relationship with the cops? Yeah, that's my relationship with the police. Tyler's going to look around and go, are we still going to do the talent show? No. We're going to do the best goddamn talent show this town has seen. Hooray. Round two. Come on back in, everybody. He'll run over and open the doors and people pour, pour back in. And that is where we will take our break. We will come back soon with round two of the talent show, Sand, after <laughs> after the carnage. Great. After the catastrophe. <laughs> um, How many acts are left? Oh, we still got 45. <laughs> Everybody's doing a round two, man. Yeah. But let's take our That's break now, and me. then we'll, we'll come back, and we'll put, around, put up the rules for this thing. Woo! So as the participants in the talent show file back into the room, scooting the unconscious body of a monkey out of the way and the dead body of four snakes, piling them up kind of neatly, one of which now looks like a mongoose, um, and kind of bandaging up the stage a little bit, though there's still a huge hole in the center of the stage. This mystery of Princeville and its connection to all of this still kind of still still not fully fleshed out. Tile is going to gather all of you up together and he'll say, ah, okay, we, we still should run round two, but, but what do you all want to do first? I mean, do we do it right now or say perhaps we should rest for an hour since two of us very nearly died and that would give everyone enough time to repair the stage a little. I would also very much enjoy an hour's rest to deal with these several snake bites underneath my navel. Oh, oh gosh, those look bad. Um, yeah, you know, and, and that'll give me maybe some time to try to fix up the stage a little and well, also to calm everybody down and, and maybe collect the scores. Okay, let's take a break. Um, all right, everybody, we're going to relax a little bit. Um, our friends almost died, and you get you understand, and everyone's like, yeah, we get it. And so you're going to get your short rest. Go ahead and take a short rest. You can roll some hit dice and get back anything that might recover on a, on a short rest. And Could I potentially work on ritual casting a spell during my short rest? You can tag it on uh, at the end of the short rest. I'll, I'll allow that. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm just trying to bring Summer's Bounty back. Oh, yes. Summer's Bounty was killed. Yeah, but the way Fine Familiar works, he'll return. He He's meant to constantly die and return. Yep, as long as you have the uh, spell components, which you, you could have pre-purchased, but it will cost you a certain amount of money. Um, is the ch Can I make a request that the chimpanzee stay in the building? Yeah, the chimpanzee is lying on its the back. Chimpanzee. He's chimpanzee? He's still alive, barely. As long as Jeremiah, are you still reviving, keeping him around? Um, no, I, I let the I let the cops kill him. <laughs> you let him die? Okay. Yeah. Then the chimpanzee has ex expired on the floor. And as uh, you 
take your long rest. Summer's bounty is re-summoned. Hooray! He comes back to life. Hooray! And he'll fly up, uh, hang off your hat again. Summer's bounty, you were very brave. Tile will try to fix the stage. Um, he's laid two like little wooden beams across the hole. It's not at all fixed. There's just like you could you could walk like a tightrope across it if you chose to. He puts down a hammer, wipes his brow, goes, fixed it. And he'll come back over to all of you. He says, now the hard part, we've got to pick which four people make it into the next round. So I have the scores from last time. And the top scores were Jeremiah Jelsinski, Sude and Melil Basha, who ran around with a little lesser auroch named Scrumbus. The children's chorus of the Tower Schoolhouse. And I might say, um, Maggie Lathy's been bugging me. She said that you already promised this to her and that the whole competition is like a farce because you already... And well, you we promised payment to her. No matter what, we will pay her. Whether or not they perform is another thing. Oh, well, you know, I think the kids really are more interested in performing than in getting paid. Well, they're going to learn life lesson quick. It's worth getting the money as opposed to actually enriching yourself. <laughs> Uh, okay, and um, the final high vote getter was Albert Penis. Correct. There's a couple other folks who are borderline, perhaps too. Myself, and um, well, really, I guess that's it. So, who do you All think? All right, well, it's settled. We'll stick with the first four you said: <laughs> Jeremiah, Sude, and Milil Basha, the children's chorus, and Albert Penis. And then you know the fifth one would be me if if. You know, we were to a... Ah, uh, yes, I do love I do love to think about hypotheticals. Yeah, I think we've already made a decision. We said the top four, I, I think. That is correct, Jeremiah. Tyler, it would be unethical of you to vote for yourself as a judge. It would be unethical for a judge to perform, uh, aside from the two of us who are moving to the finals. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler goes... And are heavily favored. Um, I... I understand. Well, time to find a new dream in my life. All right, everyone. The four finalists have been announced. <laughs> Jeremiah, Albert, the Children's Chorus, and Sudan and Malel Basha. Everybody else, get out of here. You're done. You're out. Get out of here. And you'll wave every... People, boo! And uh, toss stuff onto the floor as they shuffle out. The Children's Chorus warms up in the back as, as uh, Miss Maggie Lathy will come over to join you at the table and Sude and Malil Basha. Uh, Malil Basha seems to be running around Scrumbus through a, through the Lesser Orc Agility Course. These oh, words oh, you're oh. just throwing out. <laughs> uh, Sude Basha. These are all people's names. Sude is the sexy vet. <laughs> Standing around the table, Ty will explain the rules for the second round. Round two of the talent show. Due to recent circumstances such as monkey monkey attack, round two has become sudden death. That means all four <gasps> performers are going to perform at once, simultaneously. The lowest roll, the lo- uh, excuse me, the rolls don't exist. The lowest, <laughs> the worst performer will be eliminated until only one is left. And all three on the podium will get congratulated. And number one wins something, I think, right? I mean, we never really discuss what it is, but anyway, let's I believe do they it. win six hundred dollars from the local government. What are dollars? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, 
I think they win 600 gold from the local government. Oh, gosh, that, that's way too much. But well, they, that's what we agreed upon. So well, I don't remember that. They might be able to participate, they, but they'll get to either give the speech or be the entertainment. Even though yes, and the six hundred gold. Uh, from make the local a, government. Make a deception check if you're if you're insisting on it. Sixteen. Sixteen is not enough for this. Tile goes. Oh, no, no, I I know the budget. Thank you, Albert. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maggie Lathy goes. Um, yes, that is very nice, but. We were already promised the performance slot, and so I like to think everyone else is trying out to be the speaker. Give the speech. Um, no, I, I think I think we were going to do the talent show to find the best talent to impress the queen. Are you really going to break the hearts of those children? She gestures to the children. All the children look at you sad. How cute are they? Can I roll a constitution check or constitution save to see if I cry or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and roll a con save. (laughs) A two. I'm weeping. I'm like, those poor children. We can't take this away from them. All right. How about this? The winner gets to perform if it's the children. And if it's not the children, then the winner and the children get to perform. I like that deal. Right. And if the children win, then the $600 will just, or gold will just be randomly awarded to one of the judges. Makes sense to me. Tacos, no, there's no money. There's no, there, no, no, there's no money. Our voices are very similar, but this is now tiled. There's no money. Okay, I rolled a six deception check, so yeah, tiled is not. Uh... Great. And with that, I would like all of the performers to get up on stage and make their performance checks. But uh, you two, I will, uh, I will have describe your performance. As Sude and Malil Basha first began running Scrumbus through a dog agility course, he's going to roll. Ooh, Scrumbus not doing so great. Uh, a nine. Scrumbus, oh, oh, oh. He uh, runs through a loop and goes headfirst into it, and it breaks over him. Sude goes, Scrumbus, no. Oh, my boy. He'll run over and pet him. <laughs> uh, he takes a, a stethoscope off his from around his neck and listens to him and goes, there you go, Scrumbus. He's okay, everyone. He's okay. Wow. Yay. Yeah. The children's choir is going to sing. They're, they're fired up. It's pretty good. Not the best they've done, but uh, a 14 on the dice. The children's nice. choir puts in a solid performance. This time they're singing Rock the Casbah <laughs> uh, by the Clash. I'd like, um, I'd like Jeremiah to go first, please. Please describe okay. your performance and make a roll. Yeah, no, Jeremiah uh, is one trick pony. He has the two porno mags. And as all the cacophony is going on, he's just sitting there cross-eyed. <laughs> just, oh, my God. It's like Ty- it's coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> Tile goes, oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. We've seen this before. Okay, it is a 15. A <laughs> 15. So Jeremiah's in the lead with the with the porno act. <laughs> Sex sales, baby. And Albert Penis, I would like you to begin performing your talent. Great. So obviously I can't eat hot dogs anymore because the hot dogs are gone. So what can Albert Penis do? Well, here's the thing. Uh, Albert Penis has the ability to infuse um, item. So I one of those infusions I can do is create a homunculus servant. And Mm -hmm. so I am going to create out of the dead chimpanzee, which is now a non-magical item since it is no longer a real one. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to create a large chimpanzee hand with arms and legs. (laughs) A chimpanzee (laughs) hand? 
a gigantic chimpanzee hand because as you is is the teacher the the cool teacher in the audience um as you look out yeah jack cole is in the audience great this one goes out to jack cole who complained to me that the one thing that would make his life greater is the ability to better point to things on his board while teaching his students so for him i shall create and then I'm going to whip up my little horrifying chimpanzee hand with arms and legs. The chimpanzee arm distorts and bends, bones shattering and breaking. The fur rearranging itself around as this monstrosity is created. And this homunculus servant can like move around and kind of think, right? Like it. Yeah, it's it's a it's a floating chimpanzee arm that it's, well, I just think that no, he has arms and legs. He's walking. Oh, he's a chimpanzee. So imagine a, a chimpanzee, chimpanzee, but instead of a head, he has a giant hand. Okay. It's a full-bodied chimpanzee, but the chimpanzee's head, the bones have crunched in and rearranged themselves to form another hand. An extra <laughs> with with a, with an arm, so it can like point to things and like it really it's supposed to it's supposed to help point to things. That's its that's its 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 job. This as this horrifying monstrosity <laughs> walks its way around the stage. Um, I'm going to roll a con save for a bunch of kids. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Uh, a 16 on the dice. They're strong. These are hardcore kids. These kids, the kids stare it down <laughs> with a thousand yard stare. <laughs> eyes cold. Also, do you want to know our, our roles yet for our performances? Uh, I, in, uh, uh, Jeremiah rolled a 15. I rolled a 9. A so 9. This is not going to look pretty. This is not going well. I um will portent an eighteen. Oh my Whoa. gosh! <laughs> what? <laughs> now that the um, children's choir victory is quite moot. So, so I will say this is very sweet because before you fix Summer's bounty, my original move was going to be to make a homunculus bat for you. Oh, um, so this feels nice. like a retroactive karma move. Wow, um, that does, a horrifying um, disappear but <laughs> i'm sure that would have been appreciated it's also totally yeah. gross and strange because it means that it forces everyone to like this horrible <laughs> monster you've created <laughs> so instead of being horribly repulsed everyone yeah! it's kind cheers. of cool the audience breaks out into applause clearly this was the best thing we've seen all night this horrible <laughs> monkey with a hand for a head uh, this is in the Chester's chair or twisted people. Uh, they love it. The crowd goes nuts. Mr. Jack Cole sick. is going to get up. Uh, he goes, right on, man. This is like, this is so great. I mean, I just do need to tell you, I didn't ask for a help pointing. I wanted something that would let me hug more kids at once. Oh, <laughs> right. Well. <laughs> Lucky for you, you now have three arms to do so. It's better than I could have hoped. One to hog and one to pat, or two to hog and one to pat the back. Thank you. You'll uh, maybe something else after hours. Oh my god! I don't understand what you mean. He'll help you grab drinks and whatnot. Oh, okay. And he'll come up and he'll hug the uh, the homunculus servant. How does it touching? Is it endearing? Is it endearing? Um, what's the homunculus? How does the how does the homunculus react to being hugged? I'm gonna think one. It, it is still as strong as the chimpanzee, and I don't know how much yeah. control it has over its strength. So I'm <laughs> envisioning some sort of baby um, scorpion reaction here, where it just uh, sort of Frankenstein throwing the little girl in the river. 
Uh, it tries to hug back, and it is too strong. <laughs> okay. Um, go ahead and roll an athletics check for that. 16. A 16. So the homunculus servant grabs and lifts up Jack Cole, and uh, I'd like everybody to make an insight check, actually. Five. Twelve. Fourteen. Great. Um, yeah, no, nothing strange. See, the, the homunculus servant picks up Jack Cole. His feet don't get very far off the ground. He kind of kicks around and goes, oh, okay, that's enough. And he, he pushes the thing back. He goes, wow. Strange, but I love it. Thank you. And he'll bow to you. Of course. And it could be yours for 900 gold. Oh, I'll get back to you when I have the money. Great. I'll also take 100 gold. <laughs> he goes, I'll get back to you when I have the, when I have the money. Eight gold. <laughs> um, make a persuasion check. 18. He goes, <laughs> damn it, the one time I didn't want to roll high. He goes, will this do? And he opens up his coin purse, reaches in, and he's got like three bottle caps and, a, and four rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, Jack Hole. I'll uh, find another way to get rid of this homunculus. Oh, one day. <laughs> that thing's going to be mine. Jack, don't you get, get paid by the school? Oh, I don't get paid in gold. I get paid... In affection. In caps? No, I found these. I found these on the road. <laughs> <laughs> I do it for the students. What can I say? And he'll walk back and sit down. Um, God, that guy's so Tile cool. Goes, Tile goes over to um, <laughs> Sude and Malil Bastian. He goes, now that's very sweet that you're nursing your sick animal. But get out! You lost! And they go, oh. That's okay, Scrumbus. Well, we'll be on back at the ranch if anyone wants to pay us a visit. Lovely to meet you all. And they they leave. And as the towns continue, another round of performance checks, please. Three. <laughs> <laughs> I also rolled a three, but uh, five total. Whoa. And the children's choir, choir rolls a 15. Oh, no. Meaning Tile approaches Albert Penis and says, Albert Penis. Get out of here. Understood. I'm going to take my new friend to the bathroom where I suddenly have all the freedom in the world. And you... Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. And it lets, him, it lets you pee anytime. You have a buddy now. Yes. And um, <laughs> oh, one hold final... Hold on, my fly's on fire. All right. Now I'm good to go. Great. One final round of performance checks. Um, each each performance check, Jeremiah is just flipping to the next page and going, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 12. The children roll a 10. <gasps> Let's Meaning the winner, go. as Tile raises your hand, all he did was show pornography to the residents of the town. Over and over and over again. And you all have decided your winner, Jeremiah Jelsinski. That was the last porno in town, too, right? So I can see why they kind of jazzed up about it. It's a very horny crowd. <laughs> it's one of the few that have been. Um, this is like the, the best the best issue that was uh, able to be restored. That's right. The rest are back with Krog, who you mentioned you were going to go visit one day and have not gotten back to yet. And with that, the talent show comes to an end. Tile will gather you all a bit again and go, Jeremiah, very well done. 
And the children came in second after all. So they kind of earned it, although only one winner, right? So I guess it's up to you. Um, the, ch- the children will be singing. You can also perform your talent for the queen or, or maybe give the speech. Or, you know, if you wanted to give it to third place to give the speech and you perform your talent, I think that'd be fine. After all, you're the party planning committee. I would love to show my talents to the to the queen. Well, you've earned it. I hope it goes over well. Kyle, maybe a picture is worth a thousand words. Wow. Maybe that's the speech. Hey, fine by me. Now, Kyle, you're not going to use this as some sort of excuse to peddle your religion, are you? Uh, me? Or not Tile, sorry. Oh. <laughs> I was hit in the head with a chimpanzee an hour ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jeremiah, you're not going to use this as an opportunity to peddle your religion to the entire town, are you? Well, it, it might come up. If it comes up, it comes up. Good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And with that, chimpanzees defeated, snakes eaten, the uh, the talent show comes to an end. What would you all like to do next? I think we all need a long rest. I'm at three HP. <laughs> yes. So you all go back home for the evening, beaten and slightly bruised. Anything you want to do at your homes before bed? Uh, I'm, there's just going to be a quick shot of Albert Penis trying his best to stop the not raging, but bumbling homunculus <laughs> from knocking over everything in his shop. He's just like run, like pushing, like going like, no, 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 no. And like running after him. Like, the, the homunculus is just trying to like live his life. But he's just like running into shit because he can't see. He's like, no, no, no. My curiosities. At one point, the homunculus will stop and look out at a mirror as if he could see it. And, uh, Albert, you look at him staring at himself in the mirror and you, you know that he's thinking, what am I? I'm going to throw a blanket over that mirror. <laughs> he's a bird. <laughs> no, no, not he goes back to just shuffling around. No, no, go, no, no. What's everyone else doing before bed? Um, I will sit down with Summer's bounty and say, what, did, what have you learned today? <laughs> <laughs> I'll continue work, working on the clicks. Find familiar spell. Great. I love it. Jot a few lines in the diary. Dear diary, today I effectuated great change. I got the entire town to love an abomination. <laughs> and I think that was enough. <laughs> From Clegg. <laughs> great. And she'll lie down. I love it. And Jeremiah, anything um, before yeah. bed? Jeremiah is just, uh, he's just lying in bed. Um, doesn't really get a whole lot of wins in his life, so he's kind of uh, reveling in, in how people uh, were able to um, to understand his genius. And just kind of, he's just going through um, his his little black book right now uh, that, he, that he keeps with him. Lovely. You will all get your long rest. And in the morning... Um, your thoughts are racing again with, you know, what next? You could visit Krog and follow up in the lie bar. You could focus on the hundred gift bags. What, what's the other thing in the... The 99 meal, hot dogs. which is the 99 hot dogs. Mm-hmm. The 99 hot dogs, which have somehow been added to the list. It was the feast. Oh, the feast. That's what we're referring to as the Are feast there 99 now. people in the town? Is that just like one hot dog per person or is... There's a couple thousand people in town. Okay. 
So half a hot dog per person at most. Um, I think, I, th- I think um, Jeremiah wants to go um, go follow up with Krog because uh, he said he would. Great. So you're all going to meet up and head to the Libar? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I want to tell Krog about my uh, success that I had. Also, I'm bringing my homunculus with with us. So <laughs> wonderful. Just be prepared. How long does the homunculus last for? Uh, it lasts until I die, apparently. <laughs> oh my gosh! Any, any, anything <laughs> that I infuse, it remains it remains indefinitely. But when I die, it vanishes after two days. So it gets to mourn Whoa. me for two days and then die on its own. <laughs> and you can only have two at a time. So these things. Yes. So if you did two more things, the monkey would power down. And in theory, I could have two, two homunculi, should I choose, but yeah. Uh, okay. You, you head across town to the Root District, the poorest district in town, but full of life and vigor. There you make your way through the streets, uh, stepping over muddy streams. It seems like high tide right now in the Root District, which means at some places you're wading all the way up to your knees. But pushing through, you see the familiar exterior of the lie bar, but something is wrong. From b- behind it, off to the side, very slightly, there's a pile, books, and they're burning. <gasps> you don't see anybody else outside of it or Krog. What would you like to do? Um, I want to do either investigation or perception and uh, check and see um, what books they're burning. Great, as you run over, go ahead and make a perception check. 21. It's all the porn. <gasps> oh my gosh. Um, a huge pile. Hundreds sorry, of books. How far is the library from the march or the swamp or whatever? The Libar is in the root district, which is itself partially in the swamp. Okay, I would like to ask my homunculus to go and use his big hand to grab some water and just run back and forth, smack, like, throwing <laughs> throwing hand, big head handfuls of water into the fire. The monkey goes by, and with that third hand, he's able to carry slightly more water than others. Yeah. <laughs> Three fistfuls of water at a time. Oh, 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 throwing water on the pile of burning books pretty ineffectually. He's trying, and that's what, that's what, that's what I taught him matters. Uh, could I, like, roll investigation to see if, like, the live bar itself is burning or where Krog might be? Yeah, go ahead and roll investigation. From the exterior, are you entering the building or no? Um, you know, I'll just, I'll just enter the building. I'll just run in and try to see if Krog's in. You run inside uh, while the other two are, are still outside. And there you see the walls in half the live bar have been picked clean. Half of the live bar cookbooks... Still perfectly intact. Half the lie bar, the pornography section, utterly removed. Every book off every shelf. So all but the cookbooks are being cooked. (laughs) And in the center of the floor, bound with rope and gagged, (gasps) is Krog. Oh my god, Krog! I immediately untie him. and tries to, yeah, immediately untie him. Great. So you're all running inside. Uh, Albert, are you coming inside too? Yeah, I'm coming inside. I'm trying to get the homunculus, but he's having trouble. Sure, he's yeah. coming into. He 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 steps into the fire. Oh, and then steps no, like, runs no. into the wall, <laughs> and then he'll no. find his way in. I'm gonna hold his hand and <laughs> lead him in. Not okay. his hand. Which hand? His hand hand. Oh. His left hand hand. <laughs> the hand hand or the head hand? The hand hand. Got it. You I'm also ins- going to pat my fly because once again it is on fire. Great. You pat your fly. Pat the fire out. You all head inside, 
and uh, work to untie Krog. It's easy enough. He's he's been bound, but it's not that serious. You take the gag out of his mouth. Oh, oh thank you. Oh God. Oh God. Krog, who did this? It was horrible. They they came, shadowed, their face obscured. But well, two things. They left this note. He has, he pulls out. Uh, it was like place taped onto his chest takes off a note and hands it to you a piece of paper it says residents of chester's chair renounce your perversion and experience the embrace of community the pta will protect you and has the symbol of the pta uh he holds that oh out to you and um who, who's gonna take it i'll take it i'm gonna have the monkeys grab with with his head ham <laughs> oh, great that's gonna ruin this whole thing i love it uh he takes the uh, the, uh, the okay, monkey takes the paper and someone else can take it the, the monkey takes the paper first and i'd like the monkey to make an investigation check 11 and 11 can I give guidance to the homunculus or does it have to be yeah you can give is this one willing creature a construct is a creature great so 12 total Okay, the the monkey grabs it in his head hand and just uh, swings it around. He uh, don't seem to. He doesn't seem to learn anything extra. I'm gonna grab it from. <laughs> Great, you grab it now. You roll an investigation check. Great, twenty three. The paper is extremely cheap. The paper appears to be extremely cheap. And Krog looks over at you and gives one more piece of information. He says, and Krog appears to be looking at me. He says, I'm looking right at you. <laughs> You ask who did this? I saw her face in one moment before the lights went out. Miss Maggie Lathy did this to me. <gasps> and that is where we will end tonight. Oh my gosh. Oh no. Clegg's just head in hands. So startled, so shocked, but also a little bit thrilled. thank you all so much for playing thank you all listeners for listening if you like the show please subscribe it will help us out so much if you could also rate and review us that really does help us out a whole ton follow us on instagram at small town dd small town designated driver (laughs) check us out there if you like thank you so much for listening and bye 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 bye